Welcome to the Haley Hennessy podcast, hosted by me, Haley Hennessy. In this podcast, we'll dive deep into topics that will empower you to discover new ways to make life juicier, more vibrant, and inspiring. Let's get started. Oh man, I am loving having a podcast. And if you are listening to this, thank you so much. Because if you didn't exist, uh, there would be no reason for me to make a podcast because, you know, I don't need to make it for myself. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you first and foremost. But today I want to talk about adult friendships and how to make friends as an adult because it's so much more different than when you're a kid and it can be uh, it can be a heavy burden if you are not satisfied in your friendships. So I am excited to dive in. So first, let's compare friendship making as children to friendship making while being an adult. (laughs) I actually have a very distinct memory from childhood. It was actually first grade. I remember there was a girl in my class who for some reason was attractive to me as a potential friend. I just liked how she communicated. I don't know. I think I was just into maybe what she spoke about or the way she had fun during class. Honestly, I can't really remember I do remember kind of plotting becoming her friend. And I do also remember that she had these butterfly clips. If you're a 90s kid, you know the butterfly clips. But the day that I became her friend, she was wearing these kind of like iridescent butterfly clips that the butterflies were like padded and made from plastic. And I was just fascinated by these butterfly clips and I had to be this girl's friend. And so uh, we lined up, I think, to go to gym or something like that. And you know what I did? (laughs) I was right behind her and I pulled on her hair. I didn't, uh, you know, I wasn't doing it hard, but I just reached up and like kind of grabbed it and just kind of like tugged. And then she turned around and that's where our friendship began. (laughs) And honestly, um, that friendship lasted through middle school and even into high school a little bit. So there is your first tried and true method of making friends as, as a child. If we fast forward to today and I made a friend in the exact same way, or tried, attempted to, I don't know if it would go that well. (laughs) I don't know if it would be successful in the same way. Because of all of the nuances around being an adult and carrying yourself a certain way to seem mature, that you've got things together, or that you know what you're doing, all of those fuzzy thoughts in our minds can really hold us back from making needed friendships in adulthood. Because those things can hold us back so much, we can easily get used to our routines. We can get used to the people that are already in our life, the people, maybe friends that have been around for a long time or family, people that are easy to just keep around because of time and history's sake. But having a strong and supportive and aligned community is so important. It's so important for us because we as human beings are ever growing and evolving and changing. We need to be challenged by people. We need to be inspired. We need to vibe off of one another. There's so many reasons why having a community is so important. I think also maybe due to Disney culture, 
it's easy for us to put a lot of pressure on our significant other. Or if we don't have a significant other, uh, we have a lot of pressure on ourselves to find that person. Because in these movies, we're told that our significant other you know, should be our best friend, should be the person that we confide in the most, should have our backs, should be there for us in every moment, should agree with us on every single decision and belief. And that is a lot for one person to carry. Am I right? And people day to day live their lives like this all the time. And sometimes even constantly, they they put pressure on their partner and they don't realize why their relationship is strained. But we are community animals. We need to be in community. We need to have people around us because if you can imagine living in a village where, you know, you grow up there and you know everyone around you and you you know the things that are going on, you go to different people for different needs. If something is broken and needs fix. You go to a certain person. If you have a dream and you don't know how to make sense of it, you go to someone else. If you need a new recipe or want to learn how to cook and preserve food, you can go to someone completely different. So that's just nuts and bolts kind of things. But when it comes to our thoughts and our dreams and questions that we're deeply battling with and issues that we're having with other people that we need to talk out with someone who we can trust, we need to spread out those needs to multiple people so there's not just a huge pile piled up on the backs of our significant others. So community is important and friendships are the base of that community. So just to give you a little backstory, I have moved to a brand new city about three or four times in my adult life. Each one of those instances I dove in and created my own community, the group of people that I was really needing at the time. And so I've done this a few times, and I'm sure I'll do it again in the future, but I do have some experience in this. And I do believe, just based off of my own witnessing, as well as the way others speak to me about this topic, I believe that I'm pretty good at it. So this is for you if you're needing new people in your life, or if you're ready to mix things up, or if you're feeling like your current relationships are stagnant. So when it comes to making friends, there are a lot of amazing ways to do that. As much as I think technology is kind of taking over the world, I do think uh, utilizing it, especially in making friends, is a great way to take messy action because often it's easy to stay paralyzed when making a big decision like this. And so if you can do something that's super easy and simple just to get started, it is a great way to break up that energy and dive into making new friends. So one of the things that I have used is a little app called Bumble BFF. So you've probably heard of Bumble or any of the dating apps where you just kind of swipe through people's photos until you find someone that interests you. So Bumble BFF is for specifically making friends. So everybody that's on there is on there to connect with other people that could be a potential friend. And so you go through and it does feel, you know, it doesn't feel as intuitive because you are like accepting certain people 
people and rejecting other people. But again, this is a great way to just get started and to get yourself out there. So you can check out photos from each person that you swipe through. And then you can also read their bio and learn a little bit more about them. And then once you, if you find someone you find interesting, you can send them a message. Within 24 hours, they need to send you a message back. And then you kind of just wait, wait until they get on there and see if they swipe and accept you. And if you both match, then you have 24 hours to communicate with one another. So, or for someone to say hi. Uh, So I definitely suggest going ahead and being the first one that says hi or else you will lose that match after the 24-hour period. Definitely, definitely give it a try because it's a great way to dive into making friends. Another way I have made friends is through a Facebook group. So I um, am vegan and so I've gotten onto vegan Facebook groups and said, hey, I'm vegan, describe myself a little bit and then ask if anybody wants to meet up for brunch. And I've made some really amazing friends that way. Any group, it doesn't have to be around your diet. It can be something you're interested in. It can be a local group. It can be an exercise group, hiking group, running group, whatever it is that you like. Make sure you find that group first before you start looking for friends because you want to have common interests and you want to have something that connects you with the other people. So find a group that's interesting to you and then go ahead and reach out. Another way to connect with people is through community events. So every community always has something going on at at a certain point throughout the year. And so keep abreast to what's going on in your community. If there's a block party or there's a band coming to town or if there's a fun event at a local restaurant or something like that, go to those events because usually people that are there are wanting to connect with others as well. And then another great way to make friends is to connect with friends of friends. One of my best friends at the moment is someone who I kind of swept up when I was with another friend. I was doing a work session with a friend and during that time she had another friend that came to join us and after introducing myself to the new friend, I really liked her and she seemed to like me and so we made plans outside of that coffee work session to to meet up. And so don't be afraid to, yeah, find friends that are friends with your friends that maybe you don't already know. But the main thing to know is that when you are trying to make more friends in your life, you must be open to vulnerability. Because as an adult, we can't just go around pulling people's hair. (laughs) We have to meet in an adult way. But then there's nothing that kind of breaks the ice or the awkwardness other than opening yourself up and kind of sharing more about yourself. Maybe share what's on your heart or why you're looking for someone. Because when we drop our walls, that is what connects us. It's what humanizes us. And that's what makes us so ready to accept another person into our life and vice versa. So you might be thinking, okay, Haley, I've heard you say, you know, all these options that I can take when it comes to actually going out and finding friends, but then how do I get it started? How do I make it happen? And I think that's where the vulnerability also comes in. It's like your first taste of the vulnerability with a new potential friend. So like I mentioned in the Facebook group, you know, you just kind of have to make an awkward post. Um, In the Bumble BFF, you know, same kind of thing, like make sure to be honest in your profile, you know, don't just try to be a person that appeals to everybody because in adulthood, we really only get about what's, I think I've heard numbers around like eight to 
10 close friends. <laughs> so do you really want all 8 to 10 people to be lackluster kind of bummer friends? No, you don't. You want them to be good, juicy, and amazing, lovely friends that have your back. And so we can't appeal to everybody, even though that's kind of the MO right now in the world. It's like, be nice to everybody and accept everybody. And you know, that's all well and good. But when it comes to your personal community, you need people who you can relate with, that you can enjoy, that you can really dive deep with and accept one another for how you are and can relate to one another because that is what it takes for us to feel safe and happy and comfortable. And when we are feeling safe and happy and comfortable, we can drop our walls and open up, expand, really grow and evolve. And that's what life is all about. So specifically in community events, you can join a little conversation circle. I think you've probably seen them. I know I see them all the time. If someone has a friendly face or you've, you've made eye contact, don't be afraid to come up and say, hey, can I join your group? Hey, can I chime in? Yeah, so just come up and ask them a question. People have enough manners and kindness to usually let a person in their circle in that way. And then as time goes on during that event, if there's a person that stands out to you, you, get the courage to go up to them and say, hey, would you like to go out for coffee next week or grab a lunch sometime soon? Uh, and then if they say yes, then plan it right then. Make sure to say, okay, I'm free on Tuesday at noon. What's your phone number? Because if you don't make it happen at that point, it's a lot easier to just let it slide and slip away from you instead of making it happen. When I was at that coffee shop with that the new girl that was to be my friend, I said, hey, do you want to hang out sometime? What's your phone number? Another easy thing to do is to exchange Instagram profiles and to chat in, in the DMs. But just put yourself out there and make something happen or else it's not going to. So when you do end up meeting with the people who you've taken an interest in, it's okay that at the end, if you're not interested in them completely to meet up again, to not. It's okay to just see how things go at first. You don't have to be their BFF after one hangout. And usually in those situations, both people can kind of sense what's going on. I've had a scenario where I've had a first friend date with someone and we had a good time hanging out together and we had great conversation and it was, you know, it was, it was fun. But just based off of her energy levels and the way we interacted and the things we had to talk about, I just really wasn't clicking with that overall. And I don't think she was either. So we did end up seeing each other again for a second time but after that it just kind of fell away but neither of us are hurt that this friendship didn't really spark because not every first date friendship moment can take off and become a wildfire it's really good to use that discernment and to know reasons why or why not a person should work out for you because it's the same as dating even though we put so much more value in dating we needed to do the same thing with our friendship we don't have to be friends with every single person we ever meet uh, we don't have to you know just suck it up and, and be there for a person if we aren't really into their energy and yeah it's also really important to recognize if they are like an energy vampire for you do they take energy from you when you're together does it take more out of you to spend time with this 
this person. Don't be afraid to just say, hey, I really have enjoyed our time, but I don't think that I'll be able to meet up with you again or something along those lines because it's good to have clear communication with potential friends and that you're both on the same page. Something else is that if you have found someone who is really interesting and exciting for you and inspires you, don't play games like we do when we're dating, especially when we're younger. Don't say, oh, I don't want to be too upfront or too pushy or whatever, because most of the time we make up scenarios and stories about other people that are not true. So if you're excited about a person and you want to hang out with them soon, reach out. Even if you're the one who always is reaching out, uh, I mean, you'll want to evaluate that in the future, but at the beginning, beginning, it's okay to be the one that always reaches out because it takes a few times of getting together with someone for things to click on both sides. And so if they are willing to meet up with you, then go ahead and say, hey, let's do another work session or a lunch date because people have busy lives and there is easy for them to push the harder things to the side. So if you're willing to take on the trickiness and the vulnerability of being that new friend that makes things happen, then go ahead and make it happen. It's so, so important. We have to put the effort in for our friendships as an adult, especially when there are partners and spouses and children and families involved. It can make meeting up tricky. So if you have noticed that a person keeps turning down your offers, but you can tell that they're sad about it or they're bummed that they can't make it, keep offering to spend time with them. And if you are really wanting to spend time with them, ask them what you can do to make things easier for them because maybe what it takes is you going over to their house and just hanging out in the backyard with them and their their little ones no matter what it is it's going to take communication to figure it out so you're going to have to step up and be the communicator And going off of that, don't be afraid to make a phone call. We're so stuck on DMs and text messages that we forget that we can call someone. But if someone doesn't answer, you know, leave a voicemail or send them a voice message because you can tell where a person's coming from and where their heart is based off of how they're speaking and the way they're communicating. And so I really don't think that we should be so quick to push off voice messages and phone calls. We can get get so much more out of communicating that way. And so as time has gone on and the friendship has developed, if things are still one-sided in a way, make sure to communicate that as well. For example, if you're the one who's always initiating the get-together and the other person doesn't and that's been bothering you, make sure to bring it up. Say something along the lines of, I've noticed that I'm always the one to initiate plans and I've just been wondering why you haven't taken time to initiate any plans and make sure to communicate that from a neutral place because you know you don't want to come out and attack a new friend opening that line of communication and allowing them to share and opening yourself and being vulnerable in that way can be so powerful and can take a friendship to another level and speaking of levels I've actually read in a book called Big Friendship that a 
a best friend scenario takes about 200 hours of time spending with the other person for that person to consider you their best friend and vice versa. So that's, you know, that's a lot of time. And we do that through these little interactions, whether it's getting together at your house or out of your house or just time together in general, it all ends up adding up. And so if you've been friends with someone for a long time, but maybe you don't have a consistent meetup pattern in your life, uh, and you're wondering why you're not closer with this person, even though it's been years, then this is probably why, because we can know someone for a long time, but not have that depth with them because we haven't taken the time to make it happen. And so this might take some creativity. When we are children, it's easy to have this time to connect. You know, recess and after-school activities, class in general, and projects that our teachers pair us up for. There are countless ways to spend more and more time with people in a school scenario than in adulthood. And so in adulthood, we have to make those situations happen and we have to get creative. So maybe that is exercising with someone else, or maybe that is going to one of those public events together and meeting up together and driving together. Maybe that's having a little potluck or dinner with each other at a home. Maybe that's going on a little short weekend getaway together out of town. What I suggest that you do is to dive into the things that you guys have in common. What do you guys like? What are your common interests? And go from there. What can you do together around that common interest? And get online. Look up what's going on in your community, outside of your community, in a drivable distance. And then invite your friend and see if that's something that they would like to go to with you. I have some beautiful friendships in my last community and we just so much enjoyed simply talking and being together. And I had, most of my friends had children. So getting that time was kind of tricky, but we made time to get out for brunch or to meet up at a coffee shop or to go on a walk together. What we enjoy doing was being somewhere that we could just sit for hours and reconnect and share stories and talk about the things that were on our minds. I know for others, it's more about activity, what they can do and how much fun they can have. So maybe that's a local game night at a pub or karaoke night or meeting up and going on a bike ride. Those things can be just as fun if that's what you and your friend enjoy doing together. And if this seems like a tricky aspect about friendship for you, it's okay to take it to pen and paper. You can brainstorm, you can create a mind map, you can just journal it out, you can get online and look up all sorts of things in your area and just make a list and see with your friend which ones are more interesting to them and which ones aren't. You can go on to Facebook and go into Facebook events and say that you're attending all of them so they all show up in your calendar and then call up your friend after maybe their kids are asleep and bounce those ideas off of them and see which ones sound like fun for you both to do together. And lastly when it comes down to it I honestly just believe that we're meant to spend time together. When my 
my dear, sweet, amazing, beautiful friends, uh, she she has a couple little ones, and it was always tricky for us to get together for a long amount of time. And so what we would do is that after she would put her children down to sleep, she would send me a little message and say, okay, I'm ready to go. And I would come over to her house and we would just sit on her back porch for hours and reconnect and chat and drink tea and have snacks. And it was just so, so beautiful and amazing. I loved it. That's my favorite, favorite thing. And just being together was so special for us and is still special for us. So if you're ever feeling overwhelmed by the opportunities that are out there for you and your potential friend, uh, just let them know, hey, I just want to be with you. And maybe this time we don't have to go out in order to make that happen. So the good part about making friends in adulthood is that the methods stay the same. No matter if you're 21 or 61, you will be able to connect with people in the same way as time goes on. But just remember, it is important to have people in your life that you feel comfortable with, that you can let your walls down with, that you can truly be your most authentic self with. And to get to that point, we have to put ourselves out there and do things that maybe don't feel as comfortable to us right now like getting on Bumble BFF or walking up to a chat circle at a community event and sticking yourself in there or telling funny stories that you normally wouldn't tell in order to connect with people. But even if you feel like a dork or like a little nerdy for the way that you have put yourself out there or what Brene Brown calls a vulnerability hangover, if you ever feel that, just know that it doesn't mean that the people around you also think those things. It just feels so strange for us as adults to put ourselves out there because we're not used to it. If we don't have to, we won't. And when we start utilizing the side of ourselves, the side of ourselves is willing to put themselves out there, it can feel a little uncomfortable, especially after the event is over and you're back home and you're like, oh my gosh, why did I say that? But just remember that when you're in a situation like that, everybody else is feeling the exact same way and everybody else is overanalyzing themselves. And so it's okay to just be yourself and to do what you can in order to connect with people. And people really appreciate it because when you put yourself out there to connect with a new person, it means that they didn't have to put themselves out as much (laughs) to connect. And so you've kind of helped them and you've given them a little boost. And so I hope this has encouraged you. I hope that this has given you new ideas and a little inspiration for making new friends and that you're ready to get out there and give it a try. Uh, If it still seems a little bit scary to you, I would love to chat about it. So go ahead and get on Instagram and send me a little DM at Haley.Hennessy, H-A-I-L-E-Y period H-E-N-N-E-S-S-Y. And yeah, just let me know what's coming up for you, what thoughts are present and what might be holding you back. I sometimes just get mind blown thinking that I still have best friends in the future of my life to meet. And you do too. They're out there and they're coming because we are always changing and evolving and growing. And so that means that the people that we attract are going to be different. And during our time with the people that are in our lives currently, if they have done their best to help us grow and to inspire us and to encourage us, maybe it is time to 
to continue expanding that and to let new people in because we can only go so far before we need to be inspired again. And so please, please, please consider putting yourself out there and making some new friends soon and really building your community with intention. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast and I will see you on the next one.